Works 96.7 WORX. Welcome back on this Friday morning here on our final Friday in the month of April. And I've been talking about it most of the day and you've seen it on social media. But yesterday I was able to sit down on the phone with Allie Stumler. Now a lot of you probably know who she is, but for those that don't, Allie Stumler is a hitter for the University of Kentucky. She's a junior for their volleyball squad. Of course, the team that just won the national championship last Saturday out in Omaha when they defeated Texas three sets to one. And here's the thing. Allie is no stranger to this area of Madison. As she went to school just down the road at the Christian Academy of Indiana in New Albany, she won a state championship during her high school career at Christian Academy. She also played basketball as well. So she has played against Madison, Southwestern, and Shaw in various sporting events, of course, en route to winning a state championship in volleyball during her high school career at Christian Academy. But we were fortunate enough to be able to sit down and talk with her for about 25 minutes yesterday and just really enjoyed all the time I was able to talk with her on the phone even before the interview started, just how personable she is, and she talked about how much she loves Southern Indiana and how she says coming home is always special. So sit back, relax, and enjoy my interview with national champion Allie Stumler of the University of Kentucky Volleyball Squad. Allie, you're just a little under a week removed from hoisting a national championship trophy. It was the first championship, not only for Kentucky volleyball, but the first championship that the SEC had ever won. So my first question is simple. Have you left cloud nine yet? Not yet. I just don't think so. <laughs> I was just talking today, like we went into workout this morning and I was like, just the smell of the gym, like it just, I feel like we should still be in the gym practicing, like. It hasn't quite set in like our season's done for the year. We've been practicing for nine, ten months now, and it's like, okay, it just like all of a sudden comes to a stop. Thankfully, we ended how we did, but it's just like crazy how how it ended. And, yeah, I've definitely just am not off cloud nine yet, soaking in every moment. It's so cool just to support and people who have been like asking for pictures and saying congrats, just walking through campus and downtown stuff. So it's just awesome. It's been really fun being back. Well, I think that's awesome that so many people are continuing to recognize you and, you know, just appreciate everything that you've done. Now, Ali, I've been a lifelong Kentucky fan since I was three or four years old. My older brother kind of put it in my head that I am a Kentucky fan. And I remember, you know, I followed you all would like get those, you know, updates here and there about how the volleyball team was doing. And I saw that you all were having a pretty good season, as you all typically do. But then I was listening to Matt Jones on uh, Kentucky Sports Radio one day, and he talked about you all and how you all had a genuine shot of winning the national championship after you all got the two seed in the NCAA tournament. So once the tournament started, I watched every single one of your matches, did not miss a single point, did not miss a single set. And then I would watch Wisconsin, who was the one seed entering the tournament. They were the only undefeated team in the NCAA tournament this year. And I remember watching them, and I don't mean any disrespect to Wisconsin when I say this, but I just watched them. I'm like, I'm not that impressed with them. And then obviously uh, we saw what they did. You know what happened to them in the national semifinal. Did you all enter that NCAA tournament knowing and thinking you were the absolute best team in the country and that championship could be yours? Absolutely. I think, you know, so many people have been kind of talking about that. Just like, did you guys have confidence? You know, we went down to set um, against Washington, went down to set against Texas in the final, the very first set. So it's like, okay, did you like lose confidence? Did you lose hope that you were going to win the whole thing? And there was just never a doubt in anyone's mind, which was so cool. You know, it wasn't like a cocky, you know, we're better than everyone going to roll through this tournament, but just a very confident, 
you know, we've worked so hard to get to this moment. We weren't even sure we were going to have a season. So, you know, to win the SEC was unbelievable. But now we get a chance to compete for the national title. And, like, we've worked so hard, you know, in quarantine, everyone, there was accountability groups and there were people sending pictures of their workouts. And everyone just worked so hard because we knew that once we got the chance to compete that we were going to make the most of it and we were really going to set the tone for, um, you know, women's volleyball and Kentucky sports, Kentucky volleyball. So there's just a lot at stake. And um, throughout the tournament, I think we obviously did that. And um, we just really focused on how we were going to be the best in that match. Obviously, we had a couple matches that we played at midnight and we were in the gym until like 1230. So that was really difficult. And But we were just happy that there was a tournament and that we could compete and show off who Kentucky volleyball really is. Well, let's talk about the first national semifinal against Washington because you all didn't lose a single set the entire tournament until you played Washington in the national semifinal. You win the first set and you drop the second one. That does happen in volleyball, as you and I both know. And then we get to set three where they are up 22-16. It almost looks like, you know, you all were fluttering a little bit, but then you all make this furious 9-1 rally to win set three, and that almost, you could tell, just took all the wind out of Washington sails, and then you all dominated set four. When you were down 22-16, what were you and some of the rest of the seniors and some of the other team veterans telling the rest of the team during that run as you were trying to make that comeback? Yeah, I just think um, our motto really this whole year has been we can't control the other side, so how can we just keep focusing on us and focus on the next point? So, yeah, we were down, like, 21-16, and then uh, I just remember saying, like, I don't care how many points they have on the scoreboard. Like, we need to focus on point seventeen right now. And every time we came in the huddle, someone would say it, whether it was me or another senior leader, like, okay, now we focus on 18. And it wasn't just like, okay, 18, like, here we go, like, wackadaisical. Like, we made eye contact, and we were like, we have to get 18. Like, we have to go now. And there was just a sense of, like, urgency, drive, where everyone's on board, everyone's confident that, like, it's going to happen, but we have to, like – foot on the pedal now like it's time to go and like once we like locked into that I think we knew and kind of proved to ourselves like if we just know like we stay locked in and control our side of the net we can do anything and so that was really a big point in the tournament for us um, really gained like true confidence in our abilities and talent. So you're able to get through Washington but then you have to wait because there's the second semifinal between Wisconsin who as we said just a minute ago the only unbeaten team uh, entering the NCAA tournament and they were the number one team most of the season and they take on Texas but then Texas who is the four seed they sweep Wisconsin and really with relative ease and as you all are watching this what's going through your all's mind now that you know you have to prepare for the Texas Longhorns who are a perennial power in the NCAA. Yeah, I mean, honestly, just, like, since the ratings came out or rankings, like, they were number one. I just kind of always had in my mind, I'm not sure if this was the consensus of the team, but just, okay, like, we're going to make it to the finals and beat Wisconsin. Like, that's kind of what was going through my head. You know, we're number two, they're number one. That's just how it's going to happen. You know, the talk all year has been, oh, the Wisconsin Badgers, you know, they're unbelievable. And then, like you said, you know, I was watching them on TV, and I'm like, dang, like, Texas is looking really good. They're, you know, firing on all cylinders. Their defense is really clicking. So, um, you know, watching that first set or two, I was like, all right, so we're going to play Texas. And I think they're obviously a very physical team, as everyone could see. But we knew, like, the second Texas won that it was going to be such a fun game because it was going to have to be so offensive. You know, we were going to have to learn how to put balls away because their defense is so scrappy. Their block was huge, one of the biggest blocks we've seen all year. Just really physical players. So, obviously, the spectators, that's so fun to watch. Just people pounding the heck out of the ball. So, uh, I think it was just a really fun match, and I think that 
you know, stood true that it was really fun and very offensive and powerful. So um, we were pumped to play Texas. You know, either way it went, Texas or Wisconsin, um, it was going to be a battle, and that proved to be true. Well, I'm watching the game last Saturday at my house. I'm watching it with my older brother and also my parents as well. We're all big U.K. fans, and we're going crazy, jumping up and down, you know, rooting for Kentucky. And to me, the big play of the game I saw after Texas won that first set, and then you all bounce back to win set two. But the one play that stands out to me was when Madison Lilly had that solo block, which gave you, all, I think, a two-point lead. I think that was in set three. And you could just feed off of her swagger. You could just see the emotion on her face, which, of course, she's the national player of the year, so she's an awesome player. But when you saw that swagger from her, that emotion after that solo block, was it kind of contagious for the rest of the team after that? Oh, absolutely. I think that was such a theme of the match was, like, they were very cocky, I think. They have some players, you know, their setter, um, she likes to let people know that, you know, she's really good. And I personally feed off that. Um, I love when people act like that. I love to just shut them down. Um, And so (laughs) it's just really fun. Like, we're just a competitive bunch. And, yeah, of course, like, Madison one-on-one block, that's unbelievable. She works so hard. And her blocking has just stepped up tremendously this year. So, of course, that was obviously a big moment, you know, in the championship match. So, um, just Madison's confidence and, like you said, her swagger, she definitely has that too. Um, I definitely wouldn't want to hit against her, that's for sure. But, um, yeah, she's unbelievable. It's just definitely contagious, you know, that moment. Um, I definitely agree with you. It was just like, okay, this is our match to win. Like, let's step it up a notch and do the, do the thing. Okay, so we're in set four. You're one point away from a national championship. A lot of people dream of a moment like this. Of course, you won a state championship when you were in high school, and the play starts, and you get that final kill. It goes off their player, goes out of bounds. The place erupts. Everyone just realizes what happens. Your coaching staff is going crazy. How long did it take for you to fully realize, oh, my, we just won a national championship? I don't know if I have realized it yet. (laughs) Um, I don't know. it just wasn't one moment. It more so was just like an unbelievable experience of we get the point, we come down, like everyone just looks to the, you know, the rest of the people on the bench. Like it was about all 15 of us, all of our coaching staff. And then it was so cool. Like all of us just cheering in the middle. Like it wasn't just the six who were on the court, but the whole 15, all staff. And then we all looked to the fans and, you know, we have, we had so many fans who traveled, you know, I had 22 people from my family who came, drove 10 plus hours or flew, um, flights were not cheap. So just the amount of support that Kentucky had there was unbelievable. So just like all of us rallied in the middle, you know, confetti coming down, looking up at our fans. It was, that was probably the moment, like, take a deep breath, obviously, like, tears flowing of, wow, we just did that. Um, and it was just, like, such a we thing, like, all of us. Like, we wouldn't be in this moment without all 15 players. You know, you don't win with just six. You have to have depth and compete every day in practice to earn your spot. And that's exactly what we did in that moment, definitely was the moment when um, I realized, like, wow, we just did that. So, obviously, you're enjoying the national championship. You're overjoyed, I'm sure, as the entire team is. And then the ratings for the championship game come out. I think they were released yesterday. Nearly 700,000 people watched the Volleyball National Championship. For the record, that is up over 30% from the ratings from last year's National Championship game. And those ratings beat the Major League Baseball game between the Cubs and the Mets from a couple weeks ago. And that had been the highest rated Major League Baseball game so far this year. So you see those ratings. Allie, was this the Kentucky effect? Absolutely. I'm just saying about time that people are noticing and, um, you know, it's so deserved. 
all the players who play collegiate volleyball, especially at that level, you know, that championship level, it's just unbelievable. And the amount of work that's put in and the hours spent, um, you know, working to perfect and craft, you know, the players that we are is just unbelievable. So just to get that kind of attention and support is unbelievable. And it's just a big step for volleyball in general. It's like the number one growing sport in America right now. And, it's a big step for women's sports just to see that it's growing so much and that people are really starting to tune in and watch. And I'm just so proud that it's such a high-level game that people were so in tune with it. And I've just heard so many people say, like, I don't think you understand, like, what you've done. Like, that was so big. What your old team just did was unbelievable. And so it's just awesome that people are really starting to take note. Um, I said in an interview last week, like, heads are turning towards our sport, and I'm just so honored to be a part of such a big wave of – um, obviously viewers tuning in and fans really starting to notice what UK athletics, what Kentucky volleyball is all about. And I would 100% um, just say thank you to the Big Blue Nation for that because they're definitely tuned in and we could just feel their love and support all the way out in Omaha. It was unbelievable. One of the things I also really wanted to bring up with you uh, during this interview was what happened on Thursday night. And Holly Rowe, who of course is the ESPN sideline reporter, uh, for the championship game and for all the volleyball tournament, but she showed a picture during one of the timeouts of you all uh, holding up five fingers saying you're playing for number five. That, of course, in reference to the absolute tragic passing of Terrence Clark, the Kentucky men's basketball player who tragically was killed in a car accident on Thursday night, which, of course, was the night you all played Washington in the national semifinal. Did playing for Terrence's memory give you extra motivation to win the national championship on Saturday, just two days removed from that awful tragedy out in Los Angeles? Absolutely. That was um, just so hard for our team. You know, we come in off this big win. We just won the Final Four. History's made. We're all cheering. And then we get the news of that. And, you know, our thoughts and prayers just immediately went to him and his family. It's just like everyone stopped cheering. And we were just like, wow. Like, trying to put ourselves in the shoes of, you know, the whole basketball team, of the coaching staff, of his family. And just like, what a horrible moment that must be. So we all just like took a minute and we're like, aside from what we had just done and thought and prayed for him. And that was just a cool moment. Um, and then we we're trying to think of ways, you know, to support and just show our love for the basketball team. So yeah, we took the picture, held up our fives and, you know, just looking at social media, it was just so cool that people could kind of, um, you know, even on our like celebration post, people were like, play for number five, like do this for big blue nation, do this for the men's basketball team, do this for the Clark family. So just awesome that everyone kind of rallied together and, um, it was definitely just a huge motivation of this is just more than about volleyball. This is more than just UK volleyball, but it's all of Kentucky. It's, you know, we're supporting him and his family and their team during this horrible time. So definitely much more than us. Let's look back at your high school career. Of course, you played at Christian Academy of Indiana, which is just down the road in New Albany. Was it your senior year you won a state championship? Sophomore year. Sophomore year, okay. So let's talk about and look back at your time with Christian Academy. Of course, Christian Academy in recent years has had just an unbelievable volleyball program. They went to the state championship multiple times. Of course, again, like you said, you won one your sophomore year. How did that prepare you for your career at Kentucky where you became such an unbelievable player? Of course, first team All-American this year. And then my second question to that, what was more exciting for you and what was more thrilling for you? winning that state championship with Christian Academy or winning the national championship this year? Oh, man. Um, well, first, I think just, you know, playing at Christian Academy was just the best thing ever. You know, whenever I came in, they didn't have the 
the name recognition, like, oh, these are state champs, or these, this is a team that could get there. But I think over the years, you know, the year before I got there, my cousin Sierra Razor, and then um, Christo was there. There was a really good couple players who went on to play, and that was kind of the start of it. And then once I got there, my grade got there, kind of um, that was whenever we started making our state runs. I think it was five years in a row we did that. Um, and so just competing at such a high level. And then I would just credit, you know, the amount of girls that came out, I guess just athletes in general, not just from volleyball, but all the sports from the southern Indiana area, you know, Louisville and then up north, maybe even a Muncie. Um, just some elite athletes coming out of the area. There was some graphics put out from my club that I played for in Louisville from Kiva that, and then Muncieana club up there that put out just a number of girls that were competing in the NCAA tournament. And there was like 10 or 15 from each club. So it's just unbelievable the amount of athletes that are coming out of that area. And I'm just blessed that I got to compete and get to know them because without those athletes, you know, working hard, like I'm not pushed to be better. And so definitely just credit, you know, our area for the stud athletes that are coming out of it and just the league competition that's happening each year is crazy. Um, and then which one I enjoyed more, man, I think I'm going to have to go with the NCAA tournament. It just, no doubt, obviously winning a state championship is so cool. And we were just in an unbelievable environment, something I had never done before, you know, up at Ball State, we had thousands of fans. The arena was filled, which is so cool, but national title, it just meant a little bit more, especially in a year like this. You know, during COVID, we were just so unsure of everything, not sure if we were going to get to even play in a national championship. And obviously, we knew we had a stud team, a uh, stud group of seniors rolling off, and then just the leadership was unbelievable. So we were pretty bummed when we didn't know if we were going to play, but just that we battled and fought and stayed so gritty throughout the year, I think that's what makes us um, just a little bit more special. Well, we as fans definitely enjoyed it, that's for sure. Some news came out today, Allie, for the general public, which I'm sure you've known about this for a while, but seniors Gabby Curry, who of course was the SEC Libero of the Year, Madison Lilly, who was the National Player of the Year, Kendall Paris, and Avery Skinner all announced that they are going to be leaving UK. Of course, everyone gets a blanket year of eligibility, but they announced that this will be it for them as they are moving on, of course, in their amazing lives and their careers. What have those seniors meant to you during your first few years at UK? Yeah, they um, just huge congratulations to them on an incredible four years. I mean, they're the most decorated in terms of, you know, awards and what they've done at this program. I think group of seniors that's, you know, ever come out of UK and just the amount of time and effort that they put into this program is unbelievable. I just said the other day, you know, and I'm trying to just make this message known to everyone I've talked to just how selfless they are. And they showed that this year because they, you know, that last semester of college, our season's a fall season. So we finish right there before Christmas. And then when we come back that last semester for them is, you know, they don't have any priorities volleyball wise. That's the first time in probably 10, 20 years where they have, they can actually just focus on what they want to do, you know, finish school strong and then they can just go be themselves before they have to start, you know, a job or whether they go play pro or whatever it is. But that got stripped away from them this year, and I know personally for them that was pretty hard, just knowing, like, okay, we're excited, we're going to go take these trips, do these things, and then now they had to stay back an extra five months, four months, and focus on, okay, how can I get this team to a national championship? And they did that um, perfectly. They continued to lead even when it was exhausting, bodies hurting. Um, they wanted to be probably doing other things, but they chose to stay locked in and lead people in just an incredible way. So just overall great people, and that just shows who they are off the court too. Um, definitely people that I will hold dear to my heart and 
um, just never lose relationships with because they're just so special. You know, Allie, I was looking through uh, Facebook and Twitter and stuff before the championship game, and everyone was sending good luck. There were watch parties in Kentucky. And then the game ends, and you see Twitter, Facebook blow up, people saying, awesome job, go Cats, Big Blue Nation. You saw a ton of students get on State Street. Of course, the annual tradition of burning couches, which has become a really cool tradition for Kentucky after winning championships. But even through all that, you see all that when you have the trophy, you're riding home or you're flying home. Did you ever take a minute just by yourself and just sit back and take it all in and just realize, wow, we did this, like we are national champions. Did you ever just sit back and just take it all in? Yeah, um, so really, like I said earlier, just that moment when we were on the court, like me and my roommate Cam, we just kind of linked arms, and we were just looking up at the scoreboard, um, and after we had just cut the net, we just got our trophy presented to us, you know, after all the interviews, we were just looking up, like both of us just crying, um, just re-watching some of the highlights of the game, and that was really just a huge moment of like, wow. Um, but then off the court, yeah, I think, um, you know, back in the hotel room, my dad, um, sent me an email. He's a big email guy. Um, I guess actually it was the next day, but he sent me an email um, right before the tournament started and was like, this is your time to prove like who you are, who Kentucky Volleyball is, like go make the most of it. You're prepared, you know, the whole dad spiel. And then after he was like emailing me, like you did it, like you showed who Kentucky Volleyball is, who Allie Stumler is, um, like who you represent, where you're from, that kind of deal. And that was just like, wow, like you're right. We just like proved that and what we are as a program. You know, we made legacy. We were, I think, the 11th team ever to win a national championship, first SEC team, first team at Kentucky to win a volleyball championship. So just legendary, that was our word for the year, was just be legendary. And I think we definitely did that. So uh, definitely a couple moments where I just like, wow, I'm just in awe. I have no words for what just happened. I don't want to keep you too much longer, Allie. I know you have a very busy schedule. I know you probably have a lot of these interviews lined up, as I'm sure you've had your phone blow up from phone calls and text messages and Twitter messages and whatnot. But my last thing is for you, you're getting ready to become a senior. You are going to be one of the leaders, if not the leader of the team. And everyone in the country already knows who you are. You're already one of the best players in the nation. But you also have a personal life. And here soon, you're going to be able to go home, be with your family for a little bit once the school year ends here in May. So you look at all this and you look forward. What is the future for Allie Stumler? Um, I wish I could tell you in depth, but I'm really just not sure. Kind of just taking it um, day by day. You know, this summer we're going to get a little bit off. We're going to come back a little bit later than normal, um, spend time away from campus. I think we're going to report back late June, and then we're going to have all of July to kind of, um, you know, get in and get after it, start building relationships with the freshmen, which is, you know, so important. We weren't here last summer, so we didn't really have time to do that. Um, so we're just going to take a lot of time just to get to know each other. It's going to be a new group and um, start building and, you know, the road to the, the championship for 2021 and starts right when we get back in June 21st. So we're not going to take that lightly. And we know, obviously, you know, we, we have a big target on our back. So we don't take that lightly. And then just personal, I think um, just doing everything I can to be the best leader. I think I'm stepping into a new role, you know, as a senior and coming off of a season like that, I'm hoping to step into a new leadership role. You know, we lose a lot of seniors. So um, just trying to be the best I can be off the court and on and just being someone that people can look up to on the court. Um, But, yeah, that's really all the plans I have 
nothing nothing major. And then after college, we'll kind of see. No decisions made yet. I'd love to keep playing, so if opportunities arise, that's obviously my number one goal. But where, I have no idea yet. Awesome. Well, Allie, I need to make a motion because I think I need to call Christian Academy and tell them that that court down at that awesome school needs to be renamed Allie Stumler Court. That needs to be named after you, after everything you've done. Oh, <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Well, Allie, I could talk to you for the next hour, but I know you don't have that because you're a very, very busy woman. And, of course, in addition to having to probably do other interviews, you're also a student athlete. You have to finish out your junior year uh, as far as academics goes. We obviously know how important that is. But one thing I just wanted to tell you about, you know, how much class and grace you show on the volleyball court. Uh, Me being a graduate of Shaw Memorial, I talked to one of the old coaches who was on the coaching staff at Shaw when you played them in that sectional a few years ago. And one thing that they mentioned about you when I mentioned that I was going to be talking with you is how much class and grace you showed, not only to your teammates, but to your opponents as well. And it really shows the character you have. So, Allie, thank you so much for taking time to talk with me today. This has been so much fun. Well, thank you so much. It always means so much, you know, especially to talk to people from back home. Um, I hold that very dear to my heart and just a lot of people I just love and adore back home. So thank you for taking the time. Um, anytime I'd love to do it. So thank you. All right, Allie. Thank you so much. I hope I get to meet you one day, my friend. And, uh, if not, uh, then I wish you the best of luck, not only in your senior volleyball campaign, but also, uh, in school as well. And whatever you choose to do after volleyball, but for now, have fun, enjoy the rest of your junior year. And, uh, how about you do big blue nation a favor and bring home a second national championship trophy next year for 2021. Thank you so much, Allie. I really appreciate you calling in. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you, Allie. God bless you. Have a great weekend. You too. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thank you so much once again to Allie Stumler for joining me on the phone. Uh, Again, a national champion at Kentucky, a state champion at the Christian Academy of Indiana back just a few years ago, and her future is only getting brighter. She's a first-team All-American, led Kentucky in kills this year, and she will be coming back for at least one more year her senior year. Again, she does have two more years of eligibility, so we will see what she does for her future. But thank you so much again to Allie Stumler for calling in and chatting with me. Again, an awesome interview. If you get a chance, go on YouTube and watch that national championship match between Kentucky and Texas. She's number 17 on Kentucky's volleyball team. But please go enjoy it if you are a fan of volleyball or if you're just a fan of sports altogether. It is worth a watch. It's time to get back to some music. Keep it right here on Works 96.7 WORX.